There are a variety of human experiences that can serve as paths towards God. All of us are hardwired a bit differently and have diverse life experiences, and so we come to a relationship with Jesus through a variety of paths. Our responses as human beings differ according to our natures and our life experiences. For some people, it's suffering that points them towards God. So many people have undergone an illness or a loss of a loved one who have turned to the maker of the world for support. For some, it is the pain of human existence that opens them to God's grace. For others, it's a sense of sin that propels them towards God. It's a failure to live up to their own moral standards, much less God's, that leads them to seek forgiveness. And so a deep sense of guilt sends them to their knees before a loving Redeemer. For others, it's an experience of beauty that becomes a signpost post towards the divine. Many people have been captured by the wonder of nature or the beauty of art or the harmony of music that they are lifted into God's presence. For others, it's innate curiosity that makes them seek the truth of existence. Their minds point and ponder the order of creation, and their intellect can push them to ask the question, why this order and not another? But in our age, I believe that one of the most common human experiences that can lead us towards God is the human experience of longing. Jerry Lee Lewis had a hit written in the mid-1970s, I think late 70s, that I believe captures this longing. The song Middle-Aged Crazy begins with these words. Today he traded his big 98 Oldsmobile. He got a heck of a deal on a new Porsche car. He ain't wearing his usual gray business suit. He's got jeans and high boots with an embroidered star. Today he's 40 years old, going on 20. Don't look for gray hairs, because he ain't got any. He's got a young thing beside him that just melts in his hand. He's middle-aged crazy, trying to prove he still can. These lyrics sent to a haunting melody project the feeling that something is missing. We learn in this later in the song that the man has everything. He has a family. He has a successful business. But somehow it's just not enough. Life seems to be passing by. Something is missing. And this is a very common human experience of having desires that nothing can seem to satisfy. Deep within each one of us, we have a longing for something we can't quite articulate. There is a hunger that just cannot be satisfied. This is the truth expressed by the prophet Jeremiah in our Old Testament lesson when he said, people have hewed out cisterns for themselves broken cisterns which cannot hold water. Jeremiah is telling us that apart from God, we cannot experience contentment. This experience is with us at every stage of our lives. It starts very early in childhood. A little girl at Christmas may experience this dynamic. She wants a very special doll. For months she's dropped hints that the only thing she wants this year is that particular doll. If she gets that for Christmas, she'll never ask Santa Claus for anything ever again. She just knows the doll will make her happy. And then the big day comes. It's Christmas morning, and under the tree, there it is. She's elated. She's never been so happy in her life. 
Yet shortly after New Year's, she's not quite so happy. If she could just have the house that goes with the doll, then maybe she'd be satisfied. Well, we repeat similar experiences throughout our lives. The teenage boy just knows if he could get his license and the car, everything's going to be great. The girls will want to go out with him. Everyone will want to be his friend, and he'll have freedom. And finally, the day comes. He gets his wheels. He feels great. Yet soon, realization comes that life is not suddenly perfect, and he longs for something more. Think of the woman in her late 30s. She seems to have it all. Good student in high school and college, married her college boyfriend and began her career. Children early in the years of marriage spread herself thin, giving all of her energy to the job and family. Now the children are older, more self-reliant, and she begins to ask the question of purpose in her life and begins to have that amorphous sense that she's not experiencing everything that life has to offer. In almost every phase of our life, we have that experience. When one graduates from high school or college, we wonder what can fulfill us. When people retire, expecting to enjoy increased leisure, only to find it somewhat empty. Men and women have that strange experience of having done something well in their jobs or having a joyful experience in their families and then experiencing a letdown. They know the feeling which seems to ask, is that all there is? There are deep longings within each one of us that have not been met. Now, you and I don't have to act out on these feelings to know that they're real. Most of us don't walk out on our jobs or families or give up on life, but we still know those feelings. And remember, these feelings are not just for people who have suffered losses in their life. It occurs to people who would appear to have everything. People who have friends, families, accomplishments, money, still sense that something is missing. These com feelings are common to so many people. Now, I believe that this sense of longing is real. These feelings are real, and we should pay attention to them, because how we react to the longing is important. We could say that this emptiness is caused because we've just not obtained enough of the goods of the world we just have to work harder or get lucky and able to get those things that would satisfy us. If we had just a little bit more, we might be happy. Or we might believe that if we've just not chosen the right vocation that suits us, if we could just get the right job or the right boss, then we would be happy. Or maybe it's our spouse who's at fault. If we could just find the right woman or the perfect man, then our life would be full. You see, all of these reactions are an attempt to find happiness from things of this world. They reflect a belief that if we could just obtain the right mix, all would be right. But maybe, just maybe there's another way for us to react to that longing within us. Maybe the longing can help us realize the truth that there is nothing in this created order that can satisfy that hunger within us. Let me repeat that sentence because I believe it's one of the most basic truths that point us to the reality of God. There is nothing in this created order that can ultimately make us happy and satisfied. Plato said this in the symposium. He described human beings, human souls, as being similar to cracked pots same image as Jeremiah. 
Plato says we're leaky vessels. No matter how much is poured into us, no matter how much material gifts, no matter how many experiences, no matter how many relationships, we can never quite be full because there's a hole in the bottom of our souls. And so we never can be satisfied. Now you and I are a part of the created order. We need the goods of this world. But we are also created in the image of God and have been made to need His love. We have a deep longing within us that can only be satisfied by God's love. We have hungers that only Christ can feed. In our Gospel lesson for this morning, a woman comes to the well seeking water. Jesus meets her at the well and asks for water. And then Jesus and the woman enter into a dialogue, which seems clear she's not quite getting what he's talking about. The woman has come to the water, uh, the well to draw water. She comes each day to get the water she needs for everyday life. She's concerned about earthly created things. Jesus is talking about his love being like water. He offers her water, which will quench the thirst of her soul. She comes to get water, which only temporarily quenches her thirst. Each day she has to come back for more. But Jesus offers his love that never runs out. He offers his love, which can satisfy the deepest needs of her soul. Dan Wakefield is an author and screenwriter. He wrote several, a couple of best-selling novels, Starting Over and Going All the Way. He's helped, written many scripts for movies and television shows. He began his book on his own experience with these capturing words. One balmy spring morning in Hollywood, a month or so before my 48th birthday, I woke up screaming. I got out of bed and went into the next room, sat down on a couch and screamed again. This was not, in other words, not one of those waking nightmares left over from sleep that is dispelled by the comforting light of day. It was rather a response to the reality that another morning had broken in a life I could only deal with, sedated by wine, loud music, moving images, and wired to electronic games that further distracted my fragmented attention from a growing sense of a blank, nameless pain in the pit of my very being, my most essential self. So begins a book in which Wakefield traces his slow journey back to God, to the God that he had rejected in college 25 years earlier. He had sought satisfaction in philosophy and writing. He thought he could be made whole by a Freudian therapist. But found, finally, he found in church, in worship, the presence of the God who filled the void at the very core of his being. He discovered that it was in worship that his soul was fed by the love of the risen Christ. When Wakefield faced his inner longing, he learned the same truth as Augustine who prayed, our hearts are restless until they find their rest in thee. And so friends, may we learn to listen. Listen to the discontents we experience. May the longings in our soul remind us of the truth that we are meant for more than this created world can offer us, that you and I have an eternal destiny. We have a thirst that can only be quenched by the love of Jesus. And we, may we allow that longing 
that longing within us to turn us to the one who said, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water I will give him will never thirst. The water that I shall give him will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. For if we listen, if we listen to the experience of longing deep within our souls, it can become a pathway into the very heart of God. Let us pray. Eternal God, help us. Help us to listen, to feel those important experiences that we have, that experience of longing. And may we allow those deep experiences to open us to your presence. We pray this in Christ our Lord. Amen.